uh, this is old Blois from B-Jack Radio, and I want to tell you another story about uh, Mr. Matthews that will give you an idea of what's going on uh, down here and and what kind of a a fuller he is. But anyway, uh, uh, Jimmy Vanderstig was going by his house Mr. Matthews's house one day, and he seen the clothes hanging out on the clothesline. And uh, so what he done, and he ought not to have did this, but what he done was he went up and and uh, tied his wife's underwear in knots. That's what he done. And, you know, he ought not to have did that, but He's just a boy, like I say, and he, and he done it. Well, somebody seen him do it, one of the neighbors, except they didn't, they didn't tell him it was Jimmy Vanderstig. Uh, they told him it was old Roscoe White. Uh, they got them mixed up is what they done. Uh, you know, they're about the same size. So they told him it was Roscoe White, and, oh, it made Mr. Matthew's mad, and he was going to take him to the board and expel him is what he was going to do. And, uh, of course, Jimmy didn't want, uh, Jimmy Vanderstick didn't want Roscoe White to get blamed for what he'd done, so he went up there and owned up to it, told Mr. Matthews that it was him that done it. And, uh, Mr. Matthews, you know, started sputtering and stuttering and told him he was going to take him to the board and expel him. So he did. He he called the board and had a board meeting up there and uh, had Jimmy Vanderstig up before the board. And uh, he called uh, Jimmy Vanderstig, every name you could think of, he called him a, a blaggard and a, a buffoon and a goon and a bunch of other names that I couldn't even say. I don't know you know what they was, but he called him everything that he could and told him told the board that a boy of his character ought to be expelled. Well, the the board, uh, the, you know, the person that headed up the board, he said, no, he said that was, he ought not to have did it. He said that was wrong for Jimmy Vanderstig to have did that, but said they ought not to expel him, said Mr. Matthews ought to handle that discipline problem himself. Well, of course, it made Mr. Matthews mad, but there wasn't nothing he could do about it. So what he done, uh, he, uh, well, Jimmy, Jimmy Vanderstig come by my house after the meeting and he was mad and he told me, he said, now I, I don't blame him for getting mad, he said, and, and, uh, I'm real, uh, willing to take, be responsible for what I do. And he said, I probably ought not to have done that. He said, I just 
wasn't thinking, and he said, I didn't have nothing against his wife, and he said, I probably ought not to have done that. But he said, what made me mad was that he got to calling me them names out there in public. He said, he ought not to have done that. He said, he could have, he's supposed to be the principal, and he ought not to be calling people names. And he said, I'm going to get him back. He said, I'm going to. I'm going to get him back. Well, I said, well, Jimmy, just, you know, don't lose control of your temper. And he said, no, I ain't going to lose control of my temper. I'm just going to get him back. Well, he went on, and and, uh, Mr. Matthews gave him two weeks detention is what he done. Give him two weeks detention for what he for that uh, for him uh, tying them underwear up the way he done and so Jimmy served out his detention and uh, they thought you know everybody thought it was over but about a month later Mr. Matthews come home and somebody had thrown eggs all over his house. They had egged his house. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that Jimmy Vanderstig had something to do with it. But he didn't do it by himself because it would take, you know, 20 people to throw that many eggs. And uh, so Mr. Matthews was mad and he wanted to know who done it. And he called the whole school up there and asked him who done it and told him he was going to lock the doors and wasn't going to let nobody out till they owned up to egging his house. But of course they knowed he was just bluffing because he couldn't keep them there forever and feed them. So after he, uh, after they didn't tell him, you know, and he, they stayed there about an hour, well he opened up and opened the doors and and let them go home. And that would have been the end of it, except that old Lester Clark, and you know, I told him, I told you that Lester ain't just right, and he ain't. And he was bragging about doing it. He said he egged his house, and he didn't want, he didn't, uh, wasn't ashamed of it, and he didn't care who knowed about it. And he was up there bragging about it, to all of the the storekeepers and the people downtown and Mr. Matthews of course heard about it he was he heard from everybody they said your Lester Clark egged your house so Mr. Matthews swore out a complaint and had old Lester Clark arrested well, the police, you know, they know about Lester. And so what they told Lester, they said, you're going to have to go down there and clean that house. And, of course, you know, these boys down here, these these kids down here, they won't tell on each other. They They just, you know, they stand by each other. And so Lester didn't tell them that he had help. He He wouldn't tell them that. And... Of course, there was a whole gang of them that, that was in on it. But Lester wouldn't tell anybody because he didn't want to get 
nobody else in trouble. Well, uh, Mr. Matthews told him that he was going to Memphis on business and uh, said he'd be back Sunday afternoon and he expected that house to be sparkling clean, he said. He said it better be, and he told old Lester, he said that house had better be just as clean, said just uh, as clean as a, a, a I think he said the Eiffel Tower or, or something, you know, uh, Buckingham Palace. Yeah, that's what he said. Said be as clean as Buckingham Palace. Well, uh, he went on to Memphis, and what happened is just as quick as he left, Jimmy Vanderstug come by my house, and he told me that they was going to all clean up that house. And he asked me would I... Uh, he said they was going to uh, have a picnic down there and uh, did I want to contribute some money to the picnic. Well, I, you know, I had a whole bunch of weenies in my refrigerator and I got them weenies out and I give them $20, you know, where they could get them some, you know, some food to eat. And, uh, you know, Flossie Butts, she made them a, a big old pan of potato salad and, and a big old pan of baked beans. And there was three or four of them down here that, that give them, you know, food of some kind or other. And uh, I bought them a bunch of marshmallows and some moon pies. And people, I want to tell you, they must have had probably 200 people down here. And there was a vacant lot across the road from Mr. Matthews' house, and they built him up a, a, a bonfire and roasted marshmallows and, and weenies, and, and they all worked and cleaned that house up. Uh, and uh, by the time Mr. Matthews come back, well, it was all clean. And he didn't know nothing about what they had done. He thought Lester had uh, cleaned that house all by himself. And he told Lester, he's, he, he told him that he thought, he hoped that he had learned a lesson from all that. And didn't nobody tell Mr. Matthews what happened, and I ain't going to tell him. But uh, they had a regular picnic down here and, and uh, ate and drunk Cokes and... and uh, Pepsi Colas, and uh, they cleaned that house, and uh, you know that's that's what I like about these kids down here that they they stand by each other, and and they're good kids if you wouldn't make them mad. But you know if you're gonna call people names and 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 uh, you know let them know that you don't like them, well you know they're gonna they they're not gonna like that, and they're gonna try to get back at you, and as long as Mr. Matthews keeps acting that way, well, they're not going to, they, they, they're always going to be trying to get even with him, and it's just going to go on and on and on. So I don't know why the board can't see that, because that what they need to do is for Mr. Matthews and get somebody down here that 
understands kids a little better. But anyway, that's what happened, and I I thought it was funny myself. I, I'm glad it come out the way it did, because, uh, you know, like I say, Jimmy Vanderstig ought not to have tied that woman's underwear in knots. And, and he said he said that to me. He said, well, I should have done it. And he said, I'm, I'm kind of sorry I did now, but he said, I just... I just didn't like him calling me them names. So anyway, I, I thought you'd like to hear this story, and that's what happened. And uh, so I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna get off of here for uh, uh, Emily tells me that I talk too long, and uh, I'll I'll be back on here in a day or two to tell you some other stuff. <laughs>